everybody. Welcome to the Triple Threat Podcast. This is episode two, part two. Okay, we're going to be talking about a relationship with God. This is exciting, exciting times. And these times, you know, God has put us in a position to build a relationship with him. Because in the end, that's the most important relationship, right? Relationship with God. So, uh, Tony, go ahead and uh, lead us with a word of prayer, starting this podcast off. Appreciate it. Okay. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us all up this morning. Thank you for bringing us to another day of recording, to another episode of the podcast, God. Um, please help this to glorify you, and please just speak through us. And, um Yes, it's bless us and keep us and bless the ears of everyone listening to this podcast in Jesus' name for Amen. Amen. Okay. So, does God know me? Or does God know you? Hmm. What does that question mean to you guys? The first thing that comes to mind to myself is um us claiming we have a relationship with God is God like reflected through our actions and stuff and a question we need to be asking ourselves is what is expected from a person when they enter a relationship with God okay yeah i think um you said Perfectly. The only thing I would add is it's identity, which is a giant issue, but it's it's really knowing who you are in God. Who who do you pledge your allegiance to? Do you know yourself? Do you know who God is? Um, and yeah, it just revolves around identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible for God not to know someone? Do you mean like when we get to heaven in that sense? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, in my opinion, will go to heaven claiming they know God, but, you know, they don't have love in their heart for their fellow man, you know? So God will say, I don't I don't really know you. I might be mistaken. Y'all might need to tune no, me good. up, okay? You're good. You're good. Okay? Oh, I'm you good? Any, oh, yeah, okay. you're good. Do you have any comments? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, in that sense, which Emmanuel was talking about, yes, I agree. You know, he, he's not—he's not going to accept everyone's play of "I'm a Christian, I know you," you know, because not everyone knows him. But I think he knows each and every one of us uh, individually. You know, he keeps an eye on the good and the bad, you know, he just, he knows everyone uh, when it comes to that sense. But, but when it comes to actually getting into the door, you know, and, and getting to know Jesus on a deeper level and living with him, I think that's when it's going to really come down to, did you love me? You know, did you know me? Because if you did, then I know you. So, yeah. Okay. I agree with both of y'all's answer. I'm actually going to read this um, read this Bible verse. It's from Matthew seven twenty one to twenty three. 
it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So I agree with what you were saying, like following God's will and stuff. And if you don't have love in your heart, because, you know, God wants us to love others and all. So, like, if we don't have love in our hearts and, and we're not reflecting, you know, because, like, a relationship, there's a sort of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually in the Bible, when it talks about knowing someone, there it means, like, on an intimate level. So I feel like when it's saying that he won't know you, it's like he doesn't know you on an intimate level. Because, like, God knows everyone. Like, he knows everything about everyone. But, like, you know, there's that lack of intimacy when, like, you're not... I guess, following after him. So, like, yeah, I agree with you guys. Any other comments on that? So, would you both say that loving like your fellow man is an extremely like important fr- important command from God one of the most important commandments it literally is one of the most important commandments cuz hold on let me find that text right quick cuz i didn't write that down do you know where it's found okay no nope, it's talking about how God is love that's in first mm-hmm. john Four, seven through yeah. ten, I believe. I'll read it. Beloved, let us one and en- let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In yeah, this, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. Yep. Um, the one that I was thinking of was like Mark 12, 30-31, which says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So yeah, I do think it's very important to have love for other people because like when God, like when Jesus came to the earth, all he did was like show love to people. Like you read about how like he spent, long periods of time like just talking to people and like sharing information with them and like showing love to them and like how he would feed them like and I was reading somewhere in Matthew like um they were there talking to him for like three days and they didn't eat anything and then like he was like well I don't want to send them away like and not have eaten anything so then he was like okay so 
he took I think it was like seven loaves or something of bread and like something else and he dispersed it among them you know and I just felt like you know that was I don't know I guess that shows love to me because like he's like I don't want them I don't want to send them away hungry like we're in a desolate place there's no way that they nowhere that they can get food from you know he's like I don't want to send them on their journey hungry just like little things like that and like also um when Jesus had just been told that John the Baptist his cousin was beheaded um he went to a place to be by himself and people followed him there and he didn't like turn them away he showed compassion to them and he spent time with them and was talking to them and stuff even after he went through like after he was given like devastating news you know so yeah all Jesus showed was love and then like healing people and all that stuff yeah Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I think uh, loving people is a ginormous thing. It's mentioned all throughout the Bible. Um, I think even more times than it says, you know, love God. Because at the end of the day, when you love people, it shows how much you love God. Like uh, the verse that you just read, Emmanuel, how it says, if you love, because God is love, so you love other people. It's just, there were like five loves in that verse because it's that much power. It's just important because if you don't love people, then you don't have God in you, which is the essence of love. So that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why I think it's mentioned more than love God. But in, in, in Mark 12, which uh, Tony mentioned, it, it does say that they're equal. And make it which makes sense because they're like one and the same. If you love God, like I said, you love people. So okay. Okay. So God is reflected. Our relationship with God is reflected by how much love we can show to others so what is a what's a good way from someone who's unsure or struggling with the thought of god um what's the best way for them to like start a relationship with god and open their heart to him is it just prayer and a small effort each day or what's a good way to start I think you answered your question, really. <laughs> but, yeah, like, prayer, like, praying to God for, like, a thirst for him. Because, like, he'll give you that desi desire to get to know him and, like, read his word and everything if you ask for it. And if you continually ask for it, I feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. There's certain things that you can ask for that God guarantees to give you. Um, and of course he wants you to have a relationship with him. So that's, that's, that's no extra thing, but, um, you know, to ask for the Holy spirit, cause maybe, maybe you want a relationship with, with God, but you just don't have that interest. You know, maybe you don't read the Bible cause it's boring and maybe you're not all into praying because of what people had said. So, um, in that instance, 
just pray to have, uh, like Tony said, just a thirst for him or, or have the Holy Spirit come into you. It's just, just certain things that you could say that really uh, invites God to do more in that, in that situation. But you can go ahead and ask the next question while I'm looking for the verse if you want to. Okay, so this is a question for everybody. So where's a good place to start reading the Bible? Um, great question. Um, I depends on uh, exactly what. But I think a perfect place generally for anyone to start reading the Bible is the New Testament and just Matthew. Like, or... or um, starting at Matthew like seven, uh, because it kind of jumps you right in the middle of God's ministry. Like, what is he actively doing? You know, there's no buildup. There's no genealogy. It's just like who God is, what he did when he was on earth. And I think that's a great place to start because, you know, you want to get to know who you're serving. You want to, you want to get to know this person that, you know, you kind of dedicated your life to and what a better way than read his, his biography, which is, Matthew, Mike, Luke, and John. So, yeah, go at it. Okay. I'm going to be 100% honest with everybody here. I kind of looked at, like, the shortest book of the Bible. First? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I looked at Jonah. And there's a lot of similarities, I feel like, between myself and Jonah. Like, I was very disobedient growing up and like running away from my responsibilities. And Jonah is a cool story too. It's about second chances and yeah. And about God's mercy because God was going to destroy that city, but you know, he had mercy on him. He loved them the same way, you know, we need to, have compassion and love our fellow man. Right. What about you, Tony? Where'd you start reading the Bible? Seriously. I started from like aspects that I felt that I needed healing and like different things that I saw in my life that needed change. Like, I kind of did topical search. Like, I would look on Google, like, what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about this? And that's that's where I, that's how I really started. And then, but the first actual book that I started with, like, was Proverbs. Because I feel like Proverbs is, I don't know, Proverbs is, Proverbs is my favorite book of the Bible. And I feel like it's cool because you can actually, like, when you really think about it, you can actually, like, see that stuff, like, happen in front of your face sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. see the stuff that they're talking about I think that's cool yeah. yeah I just started with topical and stuff that I know for sure that I can apply directly to my life and then it's like once I started to get closer like to God and stuff and like you know you explore more. Yeah. 
Did you find the book? I didn't. I couldn't find it. I tried, though. I mean, hey, that's all you can <laughs> do, right? Just try. You know, you like how... Do. Like, I know there's a verse. I'm not saying it verbatim because, like, you know, I couldn't find it. But I know it's a verse that's saying, like, if you seek God with all your heart, then he won't, like, hide his face from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was adding on to, like, what you were talking about starting a relationship with God and stuff like that effort that you put in like he'll reveal himself to you if you're trying to find if you're trying to seek him wholeheartedly mm-hmm. yeah that's uh Jeremiah 29 13 there you go See, look at you yeah Some good Bible verses about love. Ephesians 4.32 Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Ephesians 4.2 Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. 1 Peter 4.8 Above all, love each other deeply. Because love covers a multitude of sins. Another good verse about love is um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through, through 8. It says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. Oh, and then um, Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such thing there is no law. So um, how do you all think that the fruit of the Spirit ties in with what love is? Well, we know that love is one of the fruits of the Spirit, but like, like the other ones, like how do you feel like they relate to each other? Yes. You know what? I came up with another question. Um, can we come back to this question? Because I know a lot of people are like asking this question. Okay. Have you all, Tony Kayana, have y'all seen like on the news? about that uh, that Christian singer who renounced God. He said he couldn't understand, like, why 
this pandemic <laughs> is happening while these people are dying, while the stuff in Minneapolis is happening. You know, what kind of God is that? What kind of God that loves could be doing that? I know a lot of people have that question. Some people on our Facebook have been, uh, you know, have been asking and, t- you know, and showing us that in several different ways. They have that question as well. So if God loves us, like, why is all this stuff happening? I feel like we all know the answer, but a lot of people don't. I'm looking for the verse, K. I don't know if you would like to. Oh, I can stall for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't give an answer quite yet, but I can stall. Um, so, uh, yeah, to me, okay, so I had battled with the same question, mm-hmm. and I did a in-depth research on it. Um, and so I'm trying to think of a short way to say this, but installing, I will say um, that if you read Job's, Job, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes, you will find out why. Now, um, obviously, these are some long books, so it's going to take some time, but you will see Hokmah, and Hokmah is a, is, a, is a Hebrew word for wisdom, and wisdom this wisdom that is spoken throughout these three books kind of balance and they all say God is creator, God is the ultimate person that sees and hears and does everything. And, and it's cool because they, they break up three books into personalities. So, so Job is this poor guy who, who gets kind of you know, life just is thrown at him. And then Proverbs is this uh, beautiful uh, wisdom, is this instruction on how to get the best out of life. And then Ecclesiastes is a spectator with the famous line, you know, everything's all in vain, you know, nothing, nothing matters. Um, and so combining these three books, you have this beautiful God-given picture of what everything turns out to be. And when you look, when you apply that to, to now, to what today is, you can, you know, as humans, we can only see two inches in front of us. We don't know what's really going on. And those three books give you the perfect combination, the perfect, like, spherical hindsight that you could ever really, and, and I mean, just read the book and you will understand what it is. I'm going to try to sum it up in a short way, but uh, Tony, <laughs> did you find the votes yeah, yet? I, did. I, was, I didn't want to cut you off. But, um, yeah, so in Matthew 24, 7 through 9, it says, For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. And um, in the King, this isn't the King James Version. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Next, um, Jesus was talking to the disciples about his second coming. So I feel like these things are happening because it's getting closer to Jesus coming back. And I don't think that this is saying that he doesn't love us, but 
but he he told us that this was gonna happen. So it's not like we we're not informed. You know what I'm saying? Because like I feel like because yeah. he loves us, he he prepared us for it. Like if you're if you're reading and trying to get to know him, like you'll see this stuff like laid out. You know. And I feel like that love is saying, well, this stuff is going to happen, but I don't want to leave them in the dark of what's going on. So, like, you know, he's he told them, like, this is the sign that I'm soon to come, pretty much. But I feel like there's a lot, like, more stuff, like, you know, that would need to answer that question. Like, a, di- a lot of different, like, verses and a more in-depth study of it. But, like, I just feel like these are just signs that God is coming back. Because, you know, like, you know, he loves us, you know, and it's not like God wants people to die. Yeah, that's, that's a hard question to, to sum up in, in one, in, yeah. in one type of brief conversation. But, um, I think that is definitely a study that we need to do. Um, but just to give one verse to encourage you guys, because, um, I know that, 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 you know, I don't want to leave this, this question unanswered, but I, even though it takes, it's, it's a big question to answer, I just want to give you guys hope. Okay. And so the hope is found in John 16, verse 33. And it says, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. Oh, and but take heart. I have overcome the world. So, so just know that no matter what's happening in this world, find peace and, and, and find hope in God because he has been through all and everything. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. But I'm glad you asked the question. Because, I mean, at least what we're answering, you know, we're meeting their needs, mm-hmm. even though we're not quite answering the question. I think it's good to say. But, yeah, so how do you guys think the fruit of the Spirit and the definition of love, how do you think those are related? You read Galatians 5, right? Yes. Five is was it five twenty two to twenty three? Yes. Okay. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Against such things there is no law. You said how what was the question? How does love connect them or Yes, like how do they relate? And I know that love is one of the fruits of the spirit, but how do like the other fruits? How do you think that those and love tie in together? Because we read what love is in um in First Corinthians thirteen. Well, I have I have something comment okay um i think well let me let me what's the question again so i can make sure i'm on topic um, how does the definition of love found in first corinthians 13 
And the fruits of the spirit found in Galatians five twenty two and twenty three. How do those relate? Like I know that love is one of the fruits of spirit, but how, how do the other fruits of the spirit relate to what the definition of love is? Okay, cool, cool. Um, so if you read the the two, and if you write out the the verbs in the words, right? And and I did this a long time ago. So if you write out the verbs of uh, Corinthians 13, and then you write out the, the verbs of uh, Galatians 5, uh, you'll see that Galatians 5 matches up perfectly with uh, 1 Corinthians 13. Now, they don't, they don't all hit the same words, but they all correlate in, like, kind of, like, you know, two pieces of paper going, uh, like synonyms. kind of combining under light. Like they make the same picture. Huh? exactly like you can't you can't like it's just amazing how much they they go together because they're all describing the same thing and and the, and the cool thing that they're describing is one person and we know that one person one person is jesus christ so they all create the same picture and that's kind of how they combine because they don't they don't uh they don't object one each one of the other they all combine and create this picture of jesus christ and they all actually explain love. It, it's crazy because the first, the first um, fruit of the spirit is love, but all the others, they all point back to love. And I just, I just find that so crazy. I was like, what? Then why? But he, he, he wrote it out so explicitly because he knew that we wouldn't understand. Like if he just said love a thousand times, we would be like, what is that? So he described it in in First Corinthians thirteen, and then he actually stated out the attributes of love and the crazy thing is that i still cannot get to this day is why love defines love you know like you know those people who use the definitions inside who use the word inside the definition i don't understand but yeah all those words point back to love i agree love is a precursor to the other fruits of spirits the other fruits of the spirit you can't have joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, or self-control if you don't have love. I agree. That was very profound, Kiana. Very nice. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So going back to our original question of does God know me? So our discussion today did we come to a conclusion that love is pretty much like how much love somebody has in their heart for God and their fellow man? That's a good way. God, that's a good way that God can tell, you know, if we know him or not. Yes. Okay. Because in the Bible, it also says, if you love me, obey my commands. So, like, when you love mm-hmm. God, you'll obey his commands. So, like, love is really, like, you know, yeah, the beginning of everything, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you know that, that you love God. Because, I mean, if you have all this hate, you know, it, but when you move towards God, you find yourself doing things that you don't normally do. And that's why... God mentions, you know, the the you have an old man, you have a new man. It's because you've become this new person, which is endowed 
and love. And that's how you know that, hey, you know, I, I, I love God, like, because I'm changing, I'm not doing the things I used to. Wow, I, I really, because you're spending more time with God. Hey, I'm changing. Wow, it's a, it's a result of me getting closer to God. And then, uh, and that kind of stimulates your relationship because, it, I mean, that's just how you know that you're getting better. And then when you get more into, you know, loving God and continuing on your, on your walk, you'll see more things that you can grow in. But yeah, it, I think it all starts with love. You know, if, 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 you, if you love God, you'll notice that you love him and God loves you and the relationship starts. I agree. Okay, so we, did we cover everything? We covered a lot. A lot of Bible verses. You guys want to sum it up? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and sum it up. Yeah, go ahead and tighten us up. Tune us up, Kiana. Yeah, Get us right. Or Emmanuel, you could go ahead. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Emmanuel. Like, you got the voice for it, Emmanuel. Come on. <laughs> but Kiana is doing such go a good ahead, job. Emmanuel. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, like we were saying, a relationship with God can best be seen in somebody by the love they have for their fellow man, you know, and the fruits, the fruits they produce and the fruits of their spirit, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. All of those fruits of the Spirit stem from a relationship with God, a love for God. And when you have a relationship with God, like Kiana was saying, God will work on you. He'll make you a better person. You'll want to be a better person. And there's a lot of things that we need to ask God ourselves. Like, why is all this stuff going on? God tells us, you know, but... A lot of people don't read the Bible for real. Most of the questions that we have, they can be found in the Bible. And um, like any relationship, it takes like a constant effort to build. And for us to build that relationship with God, we need to keep reading the Bible. We need to meditate on his word. Yeah. And if you don't have a relationship you know, just ask God to open your heart. Just a little prayer. God, please remember me. I'm I'm going through a lot right now. Just please help me. I don't want to be the way I am anymore. I want to get to know you. I don't know how. I know I'm unsure. But I don't. I want to be with you, God. I want to be happy. I want to produce great fruits. I want to have the fruits of the spirit. So, yeah. Did that make sense? Because it sounded like I was just talking. That for... was beautiful. That was beautiful? Oh, man, really? Oh, okay. No. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, Team Triple Threat, episode two in the books. Okay. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Um, oh. So how do we <laughs> end? Give us a closing prayer. But, Tony, you did such a good job. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I'll pray for us. I'll pray for us. <laughs> God, once again, thank you for bringing us here today to have this discussion about you. Um, when we get to heaven, God, we want us to be told that we did good and that you know us. So help us learn to love one another and help us learn to love you and build a relationship with you, God, so we can be with you in Jesus forever. Um, I pray that you bless Tony, Kayana, their families, uh, anybody listening to this podcast. I hope this podcast touches somebody's heart and they want to build a relationship with you, God. I pray that you help everybody on their journey, you know, building a relationship with you. I'm struggling, God. That prayer I prayed earlier about being unsure, I need to pray that again, God, because I don't want to, I want to be a good person. I want to have good fruits. So I'm asking you once again, just keep working on me, God, and I'll keep trying. But thank you for letting this podcast happen. I'm so excited. Okay. Amen. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep, right, guys. I hope you guys have a good week. You too. Oh, I know it's going to be a good week. Trust me. Okay. Me too. All right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 uh huh. So I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye, Kay. Love you. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.